Chris Brown, eh? <laughs> Did you see her perform at the Oscars? Yeah, I didn't love the song that she was nominated for, but it was from a very powerful movie, and the message in the song was very powerful. But, I thought uh, it was so badass, because she started behind the drum kit, and yeah. she was drumming and singing. I was yeah. like, oh, damn, girl! I know, she's super <laughs> talented, and I like a lot of her music. I just didn't think that was like, this song to me is way better than that one. I hear but, it, it, it was more really, about the message. It was the message yes. and it was the movie that it was featured in. I was sad when she got up from the drum kit so fast. I yeah. thought she should have milked that for a little longer because you rarely see that. Yeah. Very cool. You know, speaking of badass drum moves, I was watching the movie that's called The Dirt, which is the story of Motley Crue. Yeah. And it's based on the book. That I guess all the band members participated in writing. I thought it was originally just like a Nikki Six book, but it, it, when the movie you watch it, it says they all like were a part of coming out with that book, which was cool. Um, anyway, Tommy Lee at one point, it's brought up in this uh, movie that he created a special drum kit where they could like <laughs> rotate the drum kit and he could be playing upside down and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to like build up their stage show and mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. I, I've never really seen uh, the real version of that like from a concert film or yeah. a video or anything. But, I thought uh, that was epic too. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, you know, I was just looking at something And uh, I wonder, like, how many of these things you're guilty of doing. These are the rudest things that you shouldn't be doing while at the grocery store. Okay, and I'll go through. There's five of them. This is not a COVID list, is it? It's not like, oh, half masking and stuff like that. There's nothing here that is specific to COVID. Nice. I'll I'll tell you, like, I don't know why the grocery stores still have those stupid arrows. Like... (laughs) I follow them like a dummy, uh, and I'm the only one. Yeah, well, that the was the only person. That, that was crazy. Uh, I think that was too much. The arrows. Well, we didn't know, right? We were still trying to figure it out, and uh, <laughs> we're still trying to figure it out, apparently. But mm-hmm. the arrows—they have them in the grocery stores I go to, and nobody's paying attention. No. I'll sometimes have to go down an aisle that I have no interest in shopping on because I need to get to the next aisle over oh. and I don't want to go past and then, you know what Please, I mean? Please, like, there's nobody standing there policing that. I know. That's why they got to get rid of the arrows or yeah. enforce it, one or the other. <laughs> I mean, but I think they feel that it m- makes them meet some sort of standard or requirement. But, you know, I think the requirement is 25% capacity. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the important thing. And people doing their part to stay six feet away from each other. I still think also a great idea, and I'll stand by this, because people are still having trouble walking by each other on the sidewalk. Yep. I don't know why we never got into directional sidewalk 
action. If you have two sidewalks on a street, you just walk on the side uh, that the car would be driving on if it was a two-way yeah, street. but if it's a sunny day, I want to walk on the sunny side of the street. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hate well, the Well, then dri- walk one way and come back the other, and then you'll be back in the sun. <laughs> Don't tell me which side of the street I get to walk on. Okay, you so know? here we go. Bundes, are you still shopping at, like, shoppers for most of your groceries still these days? Yeah, pretty much. Because it's yeah. right there. Yep, shoppers in my grandmother's house, you know. <laughs> Between the two. I, I want to shop at your grandma's house. Yeah, it's pretty pretty convenient to just uh, pull up to G-Ma's house and have uh, have dinner for you ready. Aww. How often is, she, is her dinner the one you eat during the week, like the food she gives you, out of seven days? Uh, at least four, at least four. Four what? nights a week she's feeding you? Pretty much, yeah. What's she make? It, like... She'll make a meal, whatever it is. Maybe it's chicken stir fry. Maybe it's, I don't know, lasagna. Whatever it is. But she gives me so much food. Oh, that you take home all the leftovers. Yeah, and not to mention she'll, like, get me a head of lettuce. And she'll, like, she goes shopping for me because she thinks (laughs) I'm incapable of doing it for myself. Yeah, that's a good position to be in, though, in a way, right? Like, even though you can totally shop for yourself, it's nice having someone look after you if they think you need being looked after. It's it's nice. I mean, but it's just like there's so much food, and it's just I'm one dude. I can't eat all the stuff that she gives me. But I, but I feel like it's a way of her keeping in contact with me or just like doing something with me. My grandfather's Mm. not around, so she's by herself. So it's always an excuse to like see her every week and. Yeah, you know, hang that's out. sweet. I, I tell your grandmother I'll go visit her every week <laughs> if she provides me with a package. I don't need like additional grocery items, just home cooked meals like from a grandma. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. How old's your grandma? Uh, she's 82, I think. Oh, okay. okay, cool. Yeah, my mom um, is a part of this like farm thing where every week she gets like a box of produce or veggies dropped off at her mm-hmm. place. And it is from like some local farms in the area. And she gives me oftentimes when I see her, like whatever she didn't want. And it's stuff like you don't even know what kind of vegetables. I've yeah. never seen these kind. I'm like, what do I do with this? It's, it's like half radish, yeah. half cucumber. I, I, it doesn't, it's not even, a, I've never seen this vegetable before. Almost in my like life. if you had to cook a gourd, you <laughs> yeah. know, that you see in the fall. Like, thanks, like, mom. I guess I steam it or boil it or bake it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, these are the rudest things you shouldn't be doing at the grocery store. One of them is leaving your grocery cart in the middle of the parking lot. I mean, I hate that too. When someone leaves it in a parking space. Can't be doing that, you lazy ass. I know. Put it in the thing. It's really a dick move. It's like you are saying your time is more important than anybody else's time. You can't. You don't have the time to put it away. Mm -hmm. So someone else should take the time to do it for you. And that thing could wheel away in a strong gust oh, of yeah. wind and smash yeah. into someone's car it's a great gauge right there to, to like if you go on like a date with somebody for the first time and you're trying to figure out who they are if you decide to go like on a picnic maybe mm-hmm. so you go to the grocery store together uh-huh. watching what somebody does with a grocery cart is a great indicator of like the type of human being they are watching how people Ooh. interact with anyone too right like how they yes. would work how they would interact with the people at the cashier mm-hmm. are they pleasant or do they feel above them mm-hmm. I, the, one of the my biggest pet peeves is when somebody thinks they are above somebody else specifically because of what they do for a living mm-hmm. oh my god i have to tell you it's guys like i the worked, biggest dick move i work behind the cash at the cafe and we were not selling booze we were a cafe and yeah. some people wouldn't even look me in the face yeah like, i was like hello just because that's what you do for a living doesn't define <laughs> it doesn't make you a better person i'm still a human being i couldn't 
believe it. And it's a lot of people, guys. Yeah. It's not the it's not the majority, but it's a lot of the minority. And 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 those people really need to understand what they're doing. You know, I almost wanted to say, like, hey, look me in the eye for a second. Look at me. Even if you're a surgeon. <laughs> And you're a specialist. Don't get me wrong. It's important work. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that it's any more important than any other job. It doesn't mean that it's more important than the person who builds homes for people to live in or mm-hmm. whatever. Like everyone plays a role in society. Some jobs you're rewarded with like more money mm-hmm. because there's fewer people that have that skill set. But, you know, yeah, it drives me crazy. Um, don't. Look, see, I disagree with this one. I think there's a way to do this, but don't leave the checkout line to grab another item. It happens to me all the time, guys. I gotta do it. You know what happened to me the other day? I had to leave the checkout line while they were cashing me out because I left my wallet, I thought, in the car. Yeah? And they, I'm like, do you mind? He's like, okay. (laughs) So I ran out to the car, wallet. Not in the car. Oh, you. Oh, so what'd you do? <laughs> he they, said, he just said, please come back. Like, don't just leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they'll leave through. the cart full of groceries yeah. bag for you, right? I've yes. seen that happen before so, people come back and pay. Luckily, I found some cash in a pocket and I, I was able to, with him, take things out of my bags. Oh, yeah, but the poor person. fucking yeah. lose my yeah. mind yeah, if yeah. I was behind Dude, you. Dude, yeah, yeah, I, I was losing like, my mind. Who's I'm like, this fucking woman <laughs> in front of me? I just want to buy something quick. I know, it sucked. It really, yeah. that was the worst day but, ever. But you know, it was accidental. What I'll do is sometimes I'll be like, oh shit, I forgot to grab some avocados and the <laughs> conveyor's full of my stuff and I'll be like, I'll be right back and usually I'm always back, well I would say 98% of the time I'm back before they've reached my last item. Yeah, but you're definitely not following the chevrons on the floor in that case <laughs> no 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 you're right yeah then i'm avoiding the arrows and i'm going back okay uh don't block the aisle with your cart sometimes move it to it the happens. side it happens sometimes yeah but you're like deep in the cereal aisle reading things and you don't even realize there's somebody else coming down how about this somebody leaves their cart Okay, on the side. Yeah. And then you pull up with your cart and you park it right beside theirs. So now you've created a complete <laughs> roadblock. I see that happen a lot. Uh-huh. So I'm just standing there going, oh, I guess I'll just stay here until you guys decide to like <laughs> pick up your cart. I don't blame the person who left the first one. I blame the person who parks the second one beside the first one. Yeah. That one can be kind of annoying. How do you guys feel about moving someone's cart? That's in the way of yours. Well, before COVID, yeah. 100% of the time. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, I better not touch that. But I'll kick it out of the way if I have to. Sometimes I'll try and squeeze through if there's if it looks like there's even a little bit of space, even though I know I can't get through. Right. Because then I know I'll, just with the cart alone, I'll probably push it out of the way. Make it seem accidental. Like, oh, sorry. Oh, I thought I could get through here, but I couldn't because you were so fucking selfish. You parked your cart right beside someone else's. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. Uh, well, how about this one? You know, the whatever the amount of items or less aisle. Sometimes it's oh, the 20. Express. The express aisle. Mm-hmm. Going in when you know you have uh, more items than you're allowed to have. Well, I'm, I'm never going to count it. If, if it's 16... Okay. Um, in a 15 item? That's I'm not, not a big deal. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm close enough. Yeah. yeah I, I'm I'll not going to count. I'll give you two items. If it's 10, you can have 12. You know, yeah, if it's yeah, eight, yeah, you yeah. can have 10. 
if you pushing it after that, you're just being a dick. Yeah. Well, what about if uh, if you have twelve apples in a bag? Is that twelve items? No, that's no, one, one item. item. What if you have three red peppers not in a bag that are individual, that's, just sitting on there? Is that three items? It's per scan. It's per scan. So that would be all one scan, scan right? together. Yeah. Laid and scan together. Okay. So you guys are pretty forgiving then mm-hmm. on that front. Uh, what happened to me once was uh, the person at the I think it was like twelve items or less aisle waved me over because she had nobody in that line. Sure. And then I had far more than the items they were allowed. But as she's checking me out, now people are showing up in that lane. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I didn't explain myself. Right. But I felt like I needed to explain myself. Like, she told me to come. I knew I had more. I don't, oh. sh- I'm not, you know. Yeah. I just kept my head down, paid, and got the hell out of there. <laughs> That's when someone's like, hey, aren't you Tucker from the radio? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. asshole. Oh, mister. <laughs> I'm better than everybody else. I'm on the radio. <laughs> yeah. She was almost like, I wonder if that was part of it. She wanted to set me up for that discomfort. It, it brought her some <laughs> sort of joy knowing that she was going to set up this poor gentleman who's no, in there you know what she oh, let's just, have some fun let's make this guy feel uncomfortable when i'm halfway through she's people just will be really good at her job that's yeah. what that was she's like let's move these people through plus if you have nobody there like i'm sure that it's a fine line between wanting to be busy like you don't want to be standing there with nobody coming to your aisle because yeah. the day's just gonna oh my god go by so slow but some then, of the days at the cafe when we were slow we were dying oh, yeah. whereas if it's a fast day all of a sudden it's closed and you're like where did the day go yeah i worked at a music store i mean the best days were when you were busy when you're you just slammed flew me. well yeah. i slammed you it's a balance you yeah know? <laughs> you want to have like five minutes to have a little quick chat with your coworker. yeah and like focus share on the music a bit oh let me change the music up yeah, yeah. and then and then all of a sudden you're back to like being busy again um and finally here letting your kids just do whatever the hell they want and misbehave uh they specifically say in this article the grocery store isn't a jungle gym they can have fun and be kids just don't let them get too crazy see i I mean i think everyone who has kids genuinely wants them to be behaving like little angels anywhere you go Mm-hmm. I have a lot of sympathy for parents whose kids are out of control and sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. And also the grocery store is not set up for kids to behave well because there's all these temptations right by the fucking cash register. Yeah. If you want my kid to behave well, move that shit out of the way. You know, that's <laughs> That's asking They do that for, on purpose, though. They yeah. Do, yeah. So Kinder eggs, where are they? They're at the cash, yeah, where so your you kids can see them. I'm going to have a fucking meltdown every time when I'm up there with my daughter, and it's not my fault. It's your fucking fault. So I I hate stuff like that. Well, control your child. You know, they're kids. You were a kid once, too, and the system is set up that I'm going to fail in this moment. I wish... I would never choose to go grocery shopping with my child by choice. It's yeah, only well, when I have to. D- that's the only point I would bring up yes. is that people who are in a position to go grocery shopping on their own without having to bring the whole damn family with yes. them. Why are you bringing the family? I get there's some single parents who don't have childcare. The kids yes. have to be there. Yeah. Um, maybe you are coming from a location and traveling as a family. But even then, 
leave one parent with the kids in the car. That's what Matt or go and I for do. A walk. Especially like, during COVID, Matt will just run in and harvest yeah. and I'll stay in the car. It drives me crazy when it's like a whole family <laughs> and they're all together blocking like a whole section and you're just like, ah. Oh, yeah, the kid. only time I would do that is if it was Saturday morning at 7.30 and she's got us up and we're like, we might as well go grocery shopping. And then you'll bring everybody in? Yeah. Yeah. Because no, there's nobody there and well, it's all families that are young kids. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you know, generally, I would rather run my errands without the kid in the back seat because it just slows you down. A hundred percent. Then you don't have to have that kinder egg battle at the <laughs> cash. Everything's yeah. strategically at a level where if your kid's sitting in that seat, mm-hmm. that they can reach it, right? You're absolutely 100% right about that. So that one on the list, I'm not giving to you. I'm sorry! Well, maybe you learned something from this and your etiquette will improve, or maybe... It's making me hungry, this conversation. Oh, you know what's making me hungry, thinking about all Abundance's grandma's food. <laughs> But she's she's Greek, right? Your grandma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, does she do like homemade tzatziki? Uh, no, she doesn't usually make homemade tzatziki. She makes lots of home like homemade breads and cookies and different Greek pastries and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty tasty. A lot of meat on a skewer served on a bed of rice. You know it. Yeah. That. Lamb, lamb skewers. Oh. Hello. Okay. Oh, it's Easter this weekend. It's uh, like Greek, oh, Orthodox, Greek Easter. Yeah, Orthodox Easter. So. Oh yeah. You know, I always remember um, the holiday because they. I live near Greek Town, and they always close off the whole Danforth. And inevitably, during a regular non-pandemic, I have to cross the Danforth to go to hockey with my kids, and I'm like, it's a nightmare. I get caught. And I'm like, oh shit! I had no idea. I never. I got to put it on my calendar too. <laughs> Well, happy Easter to all our Greek listeners. Opa! Opa! And don't go anywhere. The Daily Take Two is coming up next. What is the right thing to say when your partner asks you how many people you've slept with? Eight. Tucker thinks the number eight has a nice sound to it, right? I think the answer is you don't need a number rattling around in your head. It doesn't matter. You know who says that? (laughs) The person whose number is (laughs) grossly too large. Crazy? Okay. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Even if it is 400. You know what's (laughs) crazy? Did did you have the discussion with your Friday night lady friend? Did that come up? Yeah. And I said, it doesn't matter. Because mm-hmm. what, if it was zero, then I look like a noob and I don't know what I'm doing. And if it's 400, then I'm disgusting. So mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter. Like, and if you say eight. <laughs> yeah, eight. Eight's the answer. Just then, say eight. But as but, but <laughs> soon as you put a number in somebody's head, then they start wondering who these people are. They start visualizing. It's never a good thing. It no. doesn't matter. You never want to tell anybody. In your mind, you need to just believe there's nobody. You're Actually, the first. it's so funny because this is my first relationship where we never spoke about the number. My my husband and I, we have no idea what each other's number is. And I would agree with you, Bundes, it is the way to go. But what do the experts say, huh? You say, I don't discuss things like that. I think it's pointless and unhelpful. What we both did in our past is irrelevant. I'd rather talk about what we can do now and what's in the future. You say you'd rather let details about past relationships come out naturally in conversation if, if that's going to happen. 
putting a concrete number in someone's head just makes them like start wondering who are these people mm-hmm. and are diff- perhaps those people still in your life every time you're with a friend mm-hmm. you know it's like did did my my current boyfriend or girlfriend is sleep this with one this of guy? them is, is this, this one number of the numbers? 35 yeah you, you don't need to do that or to is somebody. this number 82 i don't know Bundes, yeah if you wanted to provide a number yeah would you be able to do that i lost track somewhere along the way i got a ballpark That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous, Tucker. Uh, (laughs) Drama. Laura. Yes. If you had to, if your family's lives were in danger and the only way you could save them was providing an accurate number for the amount of partners you've had. Do you think you could provide that number? I also did not keep track. I, I <laughs> did not keep track. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hit the music again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point, Bundes. Hold on. Tucker, if your family's life depended on Yes, yes. Would you be able to give an accurate number of how many people you've slept with? 100%. Yeah! I can count right now. On one hand. On use I need the second hand. Oh, oh yeah. Barely. Give us a round of applause. I'm happy for you. That's great. All right, here's another question for you. Oh my god. <laughs> Forget about the number of people you've slept with. Okay. How many women have you said I love you to? Do you think you would know that number? Yeah, I can count that on one hand. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Matthew sent us a text. We were talking earlier about, like, what's the right answer when your partner asks you how many sexual partners you've had in your past? Mm-hmm. Uh, and experts say that you should really tell them that's none of your business and irrelevant. Uh, Matthew says, I hope that the study found the truth is actually the best number. Nobody should be ashamed or embarrassed at how high or how low their number may be. And nobody should be anything but accepting of their partner's past. Bundes, if some woman said a number to you, is there a number she could say that would turn you off? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Just as I'm, I would imagine if somebody will, like, if I was to drop mine. Okay. What number would that be out of curiosity? Yeah, just know. if people are Do like, you know it doesn't you know matter. It doesn't matter, Tucker. I think, I <laughs> it's think, irrelevant. You know what's creepy? When you know the number down to the T, especially if it's high, <laughs> now I'm like, oh, like, this does seem like uh, I'm a part of some sort of thing where he's keeping track and he's got a chart you know what i mean like i remember this guy in university who had said that he had slept with a hundred women like and it was clear that he was trying to get to the three digits and when he got to 100 he proposed to that girl (laughs) (laughs) and to me like when you're like 89 92 i'd be like oh why are you keeping track you got a notebook in your back pocket that's weird what are all these lines on the wall yeah that's when it starts to get creepy like now now you are just looking to create like a you know a scorecard 
Like those baseball fans who are hardcore and they have the chart <laughs> and the little pen yeah. and they got an earpiece in their ear while they're watching a baseball game. It's, yeah. like it's the little black book of names and phone numbers, yeah. right? That's yeah. gross. It's Tucker and Mora. We've been talking about the right answer to give someone if they ask you your sexual history and want to know a number. Turns out experts say you don't say anything at all. What's your take on it, Josh? What's your take on it, Josh? So when I uh, was in my early 20s, I was in a relationship that, you know, took a turn for the worst and it was pretty traumatic on me. So I kind of stopped loving myself and just kind of went buck wild a little bit, if you want to say it like that. And following that, obviously, things got better. But when I talk to my girlfriend now, um, my number's higher than hers. And I explain that. But at the same time, when I explain that, it's part of my past. It's who, who it made me to be. But every time we talk about that or talk about numbers, it brings up that past. And it, you know what I mean? It gets a little bit frustrating. Um, mm-hmm. So do that. you wish you could go back and redo things? Or do you really believe that you are who you are because of everything that's happened in your life leading up till now? Had I not have hit that dark point, I never would have been able to come back out of it and, you know, make myself a better person. So, I mean, you live and learn, right? And in that dark place, you really mean like you were also like with lots of people just trying to have... Oh, I was drinking five nights a week. I was with lots of people. I was, you know... Yeah, you were looking for light at the end of that dark tunnel. And and does does your partner now understand that or it bothers her when you guys go back there and you you bring up the past? No, no, she 100% understands. And like I said, the difference between her and I, she was in multiple long-term relationships from her 20s till today. Mm -hmm. So I, I always look at it too. I said... I may have been with more people, but I bet you had more intimate encounters. That's I right. The f- more often than it's I almost like you could be more jealous of that yeah. than how many people you've been with, that she was like having way more meaningful relationships. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's exactly it. I put a turn on it, too, where I said, you know, if you want to talk about numbers and talk about that, I said a red flag could be the fact that you're in long-term relationships. Are you just looking for your husband to settle down? Or oh, yeah. Are you looking for something? Boom. <laughs> I like that, really bomb. That's yeah. <laughs> Josh, thanks, man. Appreciate you coming on. Um, Bundus, isn't that kind of your line? No, you say it. No, maybe that should be your line moving forward is, look, my past is what brought me to this point here with you. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now. That is true. Uh, Well said, Tucker. I am always one for the moment. So if I'm in a moment with you, it's probably exactly where I want to be. I don't don't think it necessarily, when you say you have a larger number, that it should be looked at negatively because it says like, you know, here's a person who's been out there, they've played the field, and and they're ready to settle down, maybe. And baby, if I'd been with one less person, maybe I'd be with Another person right now, <laughs> and not you. Right? Yeah. It's irrelevant. <laughs> Tucker and Mora talking about what number you should tell somebody if they ask you your sexual conquest history. Mm-hmm. Experts say, don't give them a number at all. No, that's none of their business. Uh, what's your take on all this, Nicole? I'm with Bundes. I don't think it matters. I don't think it should matter, so I don't really want to know. I'd actually dated a guy that kept a spreadsheet of all the girls he slept with. And then at one point, after sex, he told me what number I was. And you didn't ask him? No, I I didn't ask him. He was so open about it. Like, it was was definitely like a notch on the bedpost thing for him. He was all about, like, getting that body count up. 
Wow. Did you happen to notice if within that spreadsheet, he had highlighted different numbers <laughs> with different color codes or anything like that? So I never got to see the spreadsheet, but I did ask him about it. I'm like, what sort of columns do you have here? Do you rate yeah. them? Do you like put little nicknames? You know what I mean? I tried to get like, I was really curious about the spreadsheet, but I do remember thinking that he should have been better at it with that much experience. <laughs> Uh, yeah he wasn't really concerned about anything other than the body count like you say he just wanted to get her done probably and and get to that spreadsheet yeah it was quantity over quality yes with that one it's so funny how things change too because like on one hand we're ripping on this guy for having a spreadsheet but in this day and age with the global pandemic that could come in really handy for contact tracing (laughs) (laughs) you know all the people hopefully you got phone numbers there dates yeah he did tell me that there were a few that don't have last name columns filled in i dated a guy and he had a file on his computer with like headshots pictures of all the women <laughs> so that he had hooked up with like you know he took their whatever their profile picture was and just put it in a folder like he went to their facebook yeah took he their took their profile picture <laughs> put it in a folder so it's kind of like you know he can look back on that anytime he wants and see the hit list oh that's better than a <laughs> spreadsheet though isn't it if you and i don't mean from like a creepy standpoint both are like equally creepy but in terms of what you'd rather look at after the fact, wouldn't you want to see the pictures as opposed to just the, you know, the data again, broken down? Again, if you're doing that, it's it's like it's getting to a creep level for sure. Yeah, okay. Ooh. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks a lot. It's Tucker and Mora. Did you see that one of the Jeopardy contestants is being accused of flashing a white power hand gesture on television? What? Uh, this, and I, I watched the video and I sent you guys a link if you want to check it out. It's a dude. He's a three-time champion. So mm-hmm. he's there for like number three. And, um, and what he does when they introduce him at the beginning of the show is he puts up like this OK hand symbol. A-OK. A-OK, which mm-hmm. these days can be considered a white power hand gesture because the OK is supposed to be like the OKKK. Mm. Um, and he's got his palm. I'm just, I just watched yeah. it. His palm pointing towards his chest and he taps. And he taps, It does yeah. seem suspect, doesn't it? It's, he says that every episode that he's won, he's asked added a number like he did the one he did the two after the two wins and now he's doing the three after the three wins but the thing is is when people went to his social media before he locked it down of course because now it's all locked down people say that he had like um, a picture there from frank sinatra in the 60s doing the same hand gesture so it's a little bit more than a coincidence it it definitely seems like he's being a little sneaky there Mm -hmm. but it got me to thinking like i use the okay symbol when i want to let bundus know when it's time to play the song after we've had a conversation yes you do and i'm like i'm a scuba diver i've always used the okay like it's okay let's play the song Mm -hmm. now but i don't want to be accused of being like a supporter of white power so (laughs) i almost think we need a new hand signal to use here on the show okay yeah what about uh, what about a peace sign how about is that uh, like I don't want, but I don't, I don't want it to like be like that. anything that could be misconstrued as anything negative. And, and I which don't know. way are you supposed to hold the peace sign with your palm towards the person or with or. the back of your hand towards the person? Because I think the back of your hand is kind of like an insult, isn't it? Yeah, or it's the beginning of like a 
Another. Another. Okay. Rude don't do that. Don't forward, do that. Forward, forward. Yeah, don't yeah, incorporate it's that. Definitely forward. Okay. As though you're putting up bunny ears behind someone's head in a picture. You know. How Dude. about how about we embrace Top Gun and we keep our communications up by giving each other the bird? Oh. We'll give you the. Yeah, but that has a negative <laughs> yeah, but, connotation to it. Now, now I'm like kind of insulted. <laughs> the whole point is that I, if we're shooting something, you know, we're filming <laughs> oh, yeah. a okay, segment. Yeah, yeah. Because we've got some newer technology that we're now taking advantage of. And you keep giving your want, team the finger. I don't want to be giving the bird <laughs> on video because then people are going to think I'm either giving it to them or you and I'm a jerk. Now, I'm going to go thumbs up. Okay. Thumbs up. Please tell me if that's like a rude signal for anything. But right now, I think uh, thumbs up. I'm sure I could think of something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? Forget How it. about I use my pinky, my index finger, and then also oh, my... Uh, no, 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 no. What about this symbol? Okay. I like that one. No, no, that's rude. What about the Is rock, that a rude one? What about the rock and roll one? Isn't this rock and where you're like, yeah. yeah that's the sign of the devil, though. Then people <laughs> are going to think I'm a devil worshiper. That's the sign I can't of the win devil. Here. When you incorporate the thumb. And when you put the thumb out, then it no longer becomes the sign of the devil, right? Now it's and rock then and it's roll. it's just rock and roll. And you kind of shake it. Oh, yeah. yeah what about, about yeah, hang yeah. loose? Hang loose. Hang yeah. loose. I like that. And okay. then if you can stick out your tongue, too. <laughs> <laughs> How about I wink twice? <laughs> this guy in Jeopardy, by the way, I was watching the video again. He was totally doing the white power symbol. Yeah, you sent it to me. I saw the video. It does seem like he's, he's doing the white power uh, symbol. Because uh, uh, it's like it three times totally champion. Offside. He's saying three fingers, but he's doing the okay symbol with the pinky, the ring finger, and the middle finger out. Mm-hmm. And he sort of taps it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and he does it in a way where he's like, oh, yeah, no one's going to notice except my racist friends. Yeah. I know. I totally don't know the guy. <laughs> but it seems like. <laughs> it does like, seem like he was doing it. So we've been talking about what signal we can use because we signal each other on the show. Yeah, I give, I traditionally have been giving Bundus the okay, like play the song, but that also, you know, is that's the symbol right there. And I don't want to be, you know, throwing any symbol that anybody might uh, think is uh, me trying to be like all coy and racist. Yes. Josh says, don't go with the thumbs up. Thumbs up is the sign language for I love you. That's kind of sweet. I love Bondis. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Roberto Jr. says, Hey guys, in some Middle Western cultures, thumbs up means that you're calling your mother a whore. What? <laughs> I mean, thanks for telling us that. Or, or, I, I'm glad that I know that now because I wouldn't want to offend anyone when I give their mom the thumbs up. <laughs> Jeez, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Any others? Or is that, uh, See, he, he goes on to tell us a story. He says, uh, I work in television production. We were shooting in Morocco. When we finished for the day, the director give, gave the crew, the Moroccan crew, the thumbs up. Yeah, and the whole you know? crew was offended. The whole crew was totally Offended, and later someone explained, like you can't give the thumbs up in Morocco; yeah. it offends people. It's important to learn <laughs> about things like that if you're going to be traveling around the world. It is. Right? Like, it is. There's yeah. usually in travel books. There might even be like a section uh, for things that would be deemed inappropriate while visiting that country. Like uh, you wouldn't want to be in one of those countries, and uh, they ask you, "Hey, how's the steak?" And you're like, "Give them the thumbs up." <laughs> Fantastic. And then meanwhile, they're spitting in the rest of your food for the night. 
Hey, Greg. Hey, how's it going? Good. We were just talking about hand signals that could be considered offensive in other places. <laughs> um, did you have one for us? Yeah. So uh, we were in, on vacation in Malta. And I guess, like, every time someone let us pass by, like, uh, in their car or whatever, when we were walking, we'd give them a quick wave. for saying thank you. Yeah, the thank you wave. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I guess we found out later that when you show somebody, like, five fingers, like, hand out, is like the same as us giving somebody the middle finger. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> really? You're like swearing at everybody in Malta. <laughs> we did see it later, like when we did find out, like a guy on a motorcycle got cut off, and like it was a lot more aggressive, but like I felt like, well, after that, how many people did we piss off? Yeah. yeah oh, my exactly. God. Here's, I, I'm just uh, seeing another thing here. Um, the thumbs up is offensive in Iran and in Afghanistan and in that area. Oh, my God. The equivalent of the middle finger. You See? give somebody the thumbs up. These are things we need to know. Got to keep those hands down <laughs> away f- from any hand gesture at all if you're traveling. Uh, just keep them in your pocket. Keep them in your pocket. <laughs> Avoid any kind of hassle. Thanks very much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Uh, no worries. You guys are awesome. Take care. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.